Hello and welcome to Walk the Pod, your daily walking show where I take my podcast for a walk because I don't have a dog. My name is Rachel Wheelie, a human in the world walking a cycle path in SW19. This is the daily walking podcast for open-minded, open-hearted souls. You are very welcome along. This is the second episode of series 26. We are talking about trust this series. I opened with a few remarks yesterday about trust from the guru Osho from Booker T. Washington, talking about how uh, powerful it is to give someone responsibility and tell them you trust them to do it, talking about how trust is a facet we should polish in ourselves it should not have anything to do with the trustworthiness of other people which I think is absolutely as fascinating as it is difficult to do now today's going to be a slightly different episode to normal I've had a voice note from Helen one of the lunchtime legends which is all extremely interesting Um, but it, it constitutes an entire episode's worth of content so (laughs) so I'm I'm going to put it all in I've listened to it twice and I've made an executive decision that it merits being uh, put in in its entirety so I'm going to pass over to Helen for an entire episode in which she does all the walk the pod things pontificates about the meaning of trust and belief meets a puppy Uh, talks about what she can see directly in front of her. It's all in there, bodies. It's all in there. I don't need to do any work today. I can take the day off, essentially. Uh, So so please enjoy this episode from Helen. Um, And then what I'm going to do when when, uh, you've listened to everything she has to say, which is extremely interesting, is pop back on at the end to bring you a walking report from New Zealand and a reminder of how you can get involved in this in what is becoming a very fascinating conversation about trust and what it means. Hi, Rach. It's Helen. I am out on a morning walk, which I don't do massively often, but somehow, blissfully, my diary today doesn't have a meeting in it until 10 o'clock, which means that rather than sitting at my desk, I will be outside. I'm walking around the lake at South Norwood uh, Lake and Grounds, I think this park is called. I never know. And it's sort of. I, I was watching, I was watching a painting program. Uh, I'm a big fan of the Sky Arts Portrait and Landscape Artist of the Year programs, which I, I don't subscribe to Sky Arts. I watch them on YouTube, probably illicitly. Um, but one of the painters was outside doing a landscape painting and said, well, it's a bit like painting from inside a Tupperware box. <laughs> and, I, and I thought, oh, that's a very good description of that weird, like slightly gray. And when the light has gone odd, so you feel like you're kind of looking through that sort of slightly smeary plastic. Anyway, it's a bit like that. Probably slightly clearer than that really, but it's a bit gray. There's definitely some green in the sky. I've been practicing my observation of colour uh, in in a way of thinking about if I was mixing paint of that colour, what would I be putting into that paint? Uh, and there's definitely green in the sky today and a bit of blue and a bit of grey. 
it's still very beautiful. Um, anyway, distracted. I was thinking about your, I was just listening to your opening remarks for series 26, and I stopped halfway through to record this because I thought your point around trust was really interesting. And it's, it's a topic that comes up a lot in the kind of world of work. And a culture of trusting people. And this is the thing that organisations strive for is so that people trust their leaders and trust the organisation to do the right thing, whatever the definition of that is. Sorry, it's windy. I'm just all you can hear is uh, And I went to an interesting um, talk a while back where a guy said something about trust, which I found fascinating at the time, or not fascinating, thought-provoking. So I thought I'd share it. He used to be a uh, negotiator for the Met Police and then uh, in the armed forces and did a lot of negotiations with uh, the Taliban in Afghanistan when the conflict there was at its peak. And did lots of talking people off bridges and you know, from doing things to harm other people, various other things. And he now runs a course on listening and what listening really means. And listening to listen to someone's values. And he was talking about the fact that that is basically what he was doing as a negotiator was listening to the, to the clues that someone was giving him in what they valued and then being able to tune into those things and talk to them in a way that spoke to their value set because then they would listen. Um, and maybe slightly misremembering exactly the uh, words that he used, but it was something along those lines. I'll look him up and find his, I'll find his, uh, his name and share it with you, but I, I can't remember it right now. Uh, anyway, he said he went into an organisation and was talking to their leadership team about uh, sort of what they were doing and the challenges they were facing. And uh, their CEO said, we've got a real trust problem in this organisation. And he said, and I immediately said to him, no, you don't, you have an honesty problem. And I remember thinking, oh, and it's, it's an interesting one in terms of your point around trust being something you need to cultivate in yourself and the difference between trust and belief. I just looked both of them up in the dictionary. Um, and interestingly, each, each uses the other word as a descriptor of itself. So trust uses belief in its descriptor, um, the belief that something will happen uh, uh, the belief in someone or something. Belief m talks more about that being the case without any evidential proof. And I guess speaks more to the sort of religious connotations of belief, but I guess it's true of others. So I was interested in your, when you're speaking about whether I would, I would count what you're talking about as trust or belief. I think that trust, one of the things we're taught is that trust is earned people trusting you is an earned characteristic and that therefore you should behave in a way that is building a body of evidence for someone that you will behave in a certain way in a given set of circumstances. And the link between trust and honesty is a really interesting one. And that guy, I, I think I mentioned it a few days ago to someone else actually, but the guy who said it, the, you have an honesty problem, 
I, I sort of find it an interesting concept, the link between people being honest and then people trusting them. And whether, particularly in an organisational setting, and I spend my time thinking a lot about leadership and sort of how to create the right culture in an organisation, um, how much of that is about honesty? How much of it is about transparency? How much of it is about dependability and predictability? And why that engenders people feeling they're able to trust someone? Hello. I have a pup at me. Hello. <laughs> Good morning. You out for a nice walk? Hello. <laughs> oh, I'm being tangled up in your lead, mate. <laughs> Uh, that was a really big terrier, like maybe a foot and a half tall. I don't know what kind of terrier that was. No, very friendly. What was I saying? Uh, so yes, I, uh, none of these things have really any point to them other than just sort of some mumblings and pontifications on my point part on, on that point. Um, and I think particularly when managing change, and I know that you're not thinking about trust in an organisational setting and what you're talking about, you're talking about it as like a personal, a cultivation of a personal set of attributes and outlook, which I think is very interesting and one that I'm going to spend some more time thinking about. In an organisational setting, I think people's trust of their leadership is, is about back, back, uh, sort of record, the record of behaviour and the record of uh, how those people have behaved or have been perceived to be to behave and working out how you can translate that to a whole group of people is a really tricky a really tricky thing um, and people trusting that you will do things in a certain way is mostly based on them having seen you do it before or knowing enough about you to know that your kind of value set and the basic way that you live your life and think about things is likely to manifest in a way that they see as being predictable. Uh, yeah, it's interesting. Um, anyway, that was, I didn't really know where that was going to go when I started recording this, and as it turned out, it didn't go anywhere in particular, but uh, yes, just thought I'd share that with you uh, in case it sparks anything. Uh, but yes, I can listen to the rest of the episode now. You may answer some of these questions uh, by the time I finish listening to it. Hope you have a lovely day. Happy Gratitude Day. Love you. Bye. Thank you, Helen. It's really interesting to hear your thoughts on how to mix colours to paint the sky. You can see in front of you, I would mix a little bit of purple into the grey today to create the exact shade of grey that it is, but it is not, it's not miserable, not miserable at all today. It's grey and warm. So, very, very pleasant as ever to walk the, walk the bike path at lunchtime. Very interested to hear your story about the negotiator listening deeply uh, to tap into somebody's value set in order to get them to listen. But I think it's not just about manipulating them into, li into listening, it's about making a connection, a real connection with somebody. And many of us go through days and days and months and years of our lives uh, without making any connection at all. You know, we 
we exist, we interact with people, we, we may never connect if our hearts are closed to that kind of thing. And so I guess what that person could offer was a route out for the person he was talking to at the time. In all those scenarios, it would be interesting to hear more about it. I want to take us back, though, just to consider this idea of not how do we get people to trust us, which I think was what Helen's voice note was largely about, but whether we should trust other people. And actually, I wonder whether that is how to get people to trust us. How to get people to trust us is to trust them. And that's what this quote I mentioned yesterday is basically saying, that we need to trust people consistently, even when some of them will take advantage of us, let us down or otherwise disappoint us. We need to open our hearts up to the next people we meet, irrespective of what happened before. So there's a... There's a there's maybe a, an opening for people to come in with their thoughts about that. What about trusting people unconditionally? Is that something you do in your life? Is it something you think is sensible or is that absolute madness? What do you think? As promised, I want to bring you a walking report from New Zealand. Kiwi Rob uh, is, is having a whale of a time uh, ending his months of cycling adventures. And he has sent some beautiful photos to accompany this walking report. So uh, please listen now to a, a voice note, a walking report from all the way over the other side of the world. G'day, Rach. It's uh, Rob from, from New Zealand. Um, speaking to you from the top of the South Island. Um, I've got a couple of days before I get on the ferry between the North or well, South and North Island. I'm going north and um, a couple more rides before I finish my South Island leg. I'm sitting on a seat which is on a trail um, which follows Queen Charlotte Sound and Polaris Sound, which are two sounds and what they call the Marlborough Sounds. It's quite a big area of natural park and there was some farming, but it's all pretty much reverting back to bush at the top of the South Island. Um, I've been riding for about three hours and at 30 k's of trail, which sort of meanders along um, a road which is called the Queen Charlotte Sound Road which is a beautiful drive and I've done it before as a beautiful road ride. Um, the only downside of it used to be traffic but they've built this trail which is about 40 kilometres in length um, following an old packing um, pack trail which the settlers used to use to take um, stuff from Picton which is where the ferries leave from through to Nelson which is a um, still popular um, town, one of the larger towns on the north end side of the North Island. Sitting on a seat looking at some native bush, there's a few little holiday homes which we call batches down in the foreground and then a beautiful um, blue but a little bit muddy today because it's been stirred up by wind um, sound looking across to an arm that's come in from the sea, probably, probably 30 or 40 kilometres in from the ocean and uh, bush-clad hills in the distance with a now a nice sunny day, um, some clouds sort of scudding along the roof tops of the mountains but nothing particularly threatening and um, I've got about 5k's to go to lunch and then I'll come back either on the road or on the trail. Um, 
good to hear the last series and good to catch up on Saturday morning as it was for me. Um, look forward to the next one. Cheers. Oh, and I'll put some photos on the Discord. Thank you, Robin. Absolutely delightful to hear from you as ever. I had to uh, ask what a sound was and Robin very kindly looked it up for me. Like a fjord, a sound is a valley that has been filled with seawater. However, a sound is usually formed by the flooding of a river valley, not a glacial valley. This means that the topography is usually less narrow and more gently sloping than a fjord, but no less spectacular. Which brings to mind the fantastic and glorious character Slarty Bartfast in Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. And the other thing I wanted to say was that I so enjoy having a walking report which starts with G'day Rach. Uh, just absolutely joyful. Anyway, uh, it's, been, it's been such a fascinating episode today. We've had some really, really glorious thoughts from Helen on trust. We've had the beautiful walking report from Kiwi Rob. So grateful to you for getting in touch to say hello. And if you're listening to this and you have a thought burning that you want to get over to me about trust or about anything else, or if you'd like to send me a walking report, I just want quickly to make really clear how to do that at the beginning of the series. The, uh, the way to do that, if we haven't met, is to go to walkthepod.com and to press the button marked message and record me 59 seconds of your beautiful voice or if you have my number, you can send me a voice note on WhatsApp and that can be a little longer. And if you're in the Walk the Pod Walking Club, you can message me to ask for my number and I will send it to you so that you can send me a voice note on WhatsApp. That's what I've discovered as the easiest way to do this. So thank you so much. And if you prefer typing to talking, email rach at rachelwheelie.com. Without further ado, I will say goodbye. I cannot wait to bring you episode three. I have a feeling we will have more stuff to share from the community by then as we muddle through trust together. So take care of your beautiful mind and I look forward to speaking to you tomorrow.